Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chunk Podcast number four, I believe, is where we are at. Uh, currently, we have Lynchy F up on the line. We have JJ here as well, and we have half of Nikki Juice. He is uh, currently playing video games while podcasting because that's appropriate. Because I can multitask. This man can multitask. I guarantee you halfway through this podcast, we're going to say something, and you will come in and say, what? 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 I missed it. Well, all right. So if someone says, hey, Nikki, Nikki, are you Nikki, help, then I'll realize I messed up. Until then, no. All right. You keep playing your Harry Potter and the Sorcerers of Mordor. All right. We'll start off. We're, we're, we actually, this is the first chunk podcast that's actually going to encapsulate all three categories, sports, gaming, and entertainment. I know we've done a lot of uh, podcasts that were focused on NBA playoffs or uh, Avengers, obviously the recap of Avengers, which is still kicking ass in the box office. But JJ has yet to see it because he respects his fiance, and I, I appreciate it for that. <laughs> Must be nice. I, I, I can't say that. I'm, I'm, never mind. It just shows how committed I am. You're a strong man. Way to go. All right. Uh, we're just going to start off the gate. I just want to uh, gloat to everybody uh, that our NBA playoff brackets, uh, I'm the only one who still has the Final Four still playing basketball in your face. Suck it. That's all I wanted to say. Well, I, I feel a little bit of shame for doubting LeBron. Um, I'll admit that now. No, I don't think you should. I don't think you should because honestly, the pa- the Pacers took them seven games, and it uh, for a second there it looked like they were actually going to pull it off in the first round, knocking them out. Yeah, and it was surprising that the Raptors played pretty freaking bad compared to how close the Pacers took them in the the first round. And um, you know, another thing, I was really surprised uh, the Celtics. You know, kind of showed their they're uh, inexperienced compared to the 70, 76ers and managed to take that pretty handily in the first or second round as well. And that surprised you, but it did not surprise me because if you go back to the NBA playoff preview podcast, I said that somebody wasn't exposed Ben Simmons. They were they they were beatable. They were plus I think that Miami series it went straight to their head. And they came they came into Boston and was just like, This is gonna be easy and they got they got handled. I, and I enjoyed every second of it. So as it stands right now, it is the Cleveland Cavaliers down uh t- down O two to the uh Boston Celtics who are still kicking ass. And uh at this point I had I had them losing to LeBron because I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to actually pick him them to beat LeBron because I've been disappointed way too many times. But I got to tell you, I'm getting a little optimistic. I think, I think there might be a chance that without Kyrie Irving and, and Gordon Hayward that the Celtics could make it to the finals. I think that you can never count out LeBron. I mean, he's shown before that when his back's against the wall that he tends to show up in big moments. You know, we saw just last game that, you know, the first quarter he 
put on a show. And oh. unfortunately, you know, he's playing with, you know, people Scrubs. comparable to Larry Hughes and Eric Snow. Bro. Like he did, you know, back Jesus. in the day. <laughs> J.R. So, Smith. J.R. Smith's an American bad, legend. So, I mean, I almost want to tell LeBron to go to, you know, the Akron YMCA and pick up some better players. Well, oh, my saw, God. I, I'm sure he'd be happy to have Childish Gambino and uh, Keenan True. on his team. And then doing his laundry for him and everything, yeah. So the big question really is, after the Warriors win it, is where do you think LeBron lands? Oh, I'm offended. Like a, I'm offended you're writing the Celtics off. No, I'm kidding. Is it like a, a Highlander He's type of thing? Whoever beats LeBron, LeBron goes to their team and gives no. them his power? He will never go to the Celtics, obviously, and we, we would never open power. up. Okay. Yeah, I, I think there's only I mean people who say he's going to go to the 76ers I don't think that's even worth his time or or theirs honestly I think it's redundant but I think that Houston would probably the Rockets maybe I think they would be able to squeeze something squeeze something in after I think they inevitably lose to the Warriors I just I don't think right, right. Yeah I think the Warriors will beat them and then it'll be Warriors versus whoever makes it out of the Eastern Conference Finals cuz I can't bring myself to say the Celtics even though in the back of my head they are the much better team. Actually, it's not even the back of my head. It, it's been in two straight games. They're clearly the better team, but right. they still don't have the best player. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry's real. a legend, man. He's, he, he, we still have him under contract for one more season. I'm, I'm curious to see what Danny Ainge does in the offseason. I think they might approach him and just be like, look, you can either ride this out one more year and more than likely compete and possibly win a championship with this squad, but you'd have to come off the bench. Obviously, Kyrie's not coming off the bench. Or we can trade you for future assets, too, and, and you can be a star or, or at least attempt to be a star on another team. So I, I th- I, I'm curious to see where he's going to go with that. I think the Rockets might be a decent landing spot for LeBron. Maybe he sees their record and their talent and figures, like, maybe he can give the Warriors a run for it. But I just don't see him going to another team like the Cavs where he just puts a team on his back, you know? I don't see him going to the West because I think he's he's terrified of it. He knows that the East is an easier route, even though now the Celtics are are built to succeed for years to come. I don't know. I I just can't see him going out West. All right, let's go back to this easy route crap. Why does everybody keep saying that? He's the best. He's like take him out of the East. There's other teams that are contenders. This year, yeah, yes, just because it's easy for him doesn't mean the East is complete trash. No, I'm telling you, I'm yeah. telling you that this year in He's particular, this year in particular, I will say that the East it, it has shown up. But in in the last couple of years, the East has been yeah. abysmal. Not at all. Yeah, it's. I could see him going to the Pacers. I mean, shit, they had a similar record and pretty good shooting stats. To him as a team, um, maybe he goes. He just goes down a state or two and joins them. Who yeah, knows? who knows? I don't know where he's gonna go, but uh, I, we'll save it. I guarantee you. Oh my god! Well, that's... do you figure like you know maybe he's going for his old man payout and he gets one big fat contract? Oh, and man, then... he's old god. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's a whole separate podcast. LeBron, the decision 2.0 is going to be a podcast we're going to be doing this summer, I'm sure, uh, because he, he's. I heard. I heard somewhere he hasn't notified the Cavaliers, and he said he won't be telling them or, or keep them in the loop. He's going to go into free agency. And then it, it's going to be it's oh it's it's setting up to be the decision 2.0. It really is. It's madness. It's madness. And it's so funny how a player. I mean, granted, he's the greatest player alive right now. Uh, well, maybe not alive. Well, playing in the NBA right now. But 
know why. You can say it. Go ahead. No, no, no. Greatest player in the NBA right now, and he's holding. He, it's funny how he holds Cleveland hostage. Granted, he's earned that right, but sure, it, 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 it's it's weird how that whole city. It's either they're either going to be really good or they're going to be the worst, the absolute worst. How do you not? How do you not build around him? Ah, they tried. Hey, man, he's le, he's the GM. He's the GM, and uh, and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, as a a sad, sad Brooklyn Nets fan, like maybe I just don't understand. But if you have LeBron on your team, how do you not? How do you I not build around that? The dude? only the only other place that you know has come up before that I think that is an option for him to go to is the Knicks again with you know Fisdale because he was so outspoken when the Grizzlies let him go, and you know he obviously genuinely cares and you know respects Fisdale. So I think that that would be an option solely because of the connection with the coach. And then it wouldn't be, you know, Coach LeBron. It would be Coach Coach Fisdale yeah. and assistant Coach LeBron. LeBron going to New York probably wouldn't be, cra- like, too crazy. Yeah. I, I could see him, like, wanting to oh, go to, to the New Knicks. York. Oh, my God, I'd lose my shit. Yeah, dude, Nick, that would be. Nicky would finally I, tell people that, that he's, yeah, Nicky Nick, would, would finally. Sell, he would sell so many fucking jerseys. Yeah. Well, Nick- I'd move to New York that following year. I don't think. <laughs> oh my god, Nikki would I mean, finally. I love you guys, but I'm gone. You would finally tell people that your favorite team is actually the New York Knicks for once, right? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I haven't stopped saying that. Whatever. I like those Knickerbockers. You, well, you never you never started saying it. That's the thing. But anyway, well, <laughs> we've talked about the basketball enough. We can. Here's what we'll do. I'll I'll allow Lynch and JJ if you guys want. I'll give you guys a couple minutes to talk about the latest baseball news. This is where I bow bow out because I have not been keeping up with baseball at all. Anything crazy going on right now? I feel like I've heard some things. All right, Lynch can go first because mine's um, just really sad. Obviously, I, I mean, the the craziest thing is you know the Robinson Cano news with him being suspended eighty games for using a diuretic um and people you know don't understand why you know a diuretic would be on the banned substance list but the reason that it is is because it's commonly used when trying to mask another item and you know the diuretic could have been you know it did its job if there was that other item on there and you know um miguel cabrera said you know he knows cano didn't do anything you know what's on the list. You sit here and you have doctors that you get the list. So you get pre-approved medicines, not sitting here trying to take something that, you know, take a chance and it might be on the list. It might not be. I don't understand yeah. as a you know professional athlete why you even take the chance. It's funny to me how 80 games sounds like a crazy Jeez. lot. But in the, in the in the grand scheme of things, baseball plays what, like, like 1,200 games a season? 160. <laughs> oh, okay. That's half a season. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so it's half a season. He loses over, I believe, eleven million because you know you're suspended without pay. Ooh, that's uh, exciting. <laughs> but I mean, he's he's a former Golden Glove. Like his hitting's not his only thing, but it's definitely disappointing to see somebody you know have to use performance-enhancing drugs to keep up with the demands of professional baseball. Yeah, I mean the biggest thing the biggest thing for that whole story is is now because he's suspended for something like that, if the Mariners are, you know, able to keep the boat afloat and make it to the playoffs, he's not eligible to play on the playoff roster because he's been suspended for performance enhancing drugs. Ooh, really? Oh, he won't play enough starter starting no, games. He, uh, that's part of the rule is um 
that he wouldn't be eligible for it. It happened a couple of years ago when the Giants were made the, making the playoffs and Melky Cabrera, you know, wasn't able to be eligible because he had been suspended that year as well. Damn. That's, uh, that's interesting and definitely a tough fucking beat for the Mariners. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, Unless it I helps. Mean, you know, it's <laughs> funny because I've heard... I've heard and I've read about the culture surrounding, um, you know, performance enhancing drugs in the major leagues and other sports. And that it's just a necessary evil. But I mean, how many players would attest to the fact that, you know, they, they uh, perform on their natural abilities versus these guys who are using performance enhancing drugs to keep up? Well, how many people use them and don't get caught? Right, that's a that's a big question, but I imagine they drug test all the time. I mean, yeah. dude. All right, but think about it. You have you have like a superstar that's bringing your city all this money. You're probably gonna just let that slide if you find out he's doing it. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I mean, there's that. But like, you know, I wrestled I wrestled in high school and we went to the state sectionals and I got drug tested right after our tournament. It's a fucking high school athlete, and I was getting drug tested. So. I can only imagine how stringent it is for professional athletes. Well, I mean, just to entertain one of Justin's, like, long-time theories, hypothetically, let's pretend LeBron was on drugs, on uh, (laughs) steroids or something. (laughs) I mean, they're not going to out him. They're going to be like, you know what? All right, you're clearly abnormal, but you're phenomenal. You're the face. We can't can't just shit on your life now. We have to either let this slide or whatever. They're not going to out their moneymaker. Like, some people have pull no matter, like, who they are. Like, if they're, like, a high-profile athlete, they have enough pull to where if something like that happens, they could technically get away with it. It's possible. This world is definitely chaotic enough that it's possible. Oh, but if that if that news came out, Justin would never okay. <laughs> ever let anybody put that down. Obviously, I mean, I haven't been shouting it from the rooftops, but let's be real here. LeBron is disgustingly freakish. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. It wouldn't be the end of the world to me. I would be like, uh, I mean, come on, look at that guy. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, but like he's, I mean, he's a fucking humongous dude. He's athletic as hell he seemed i mean he's been a star since he was in high school so. yeah no i mean the dude spends millions and millions of dollars to take care of himself so i mean i'm not i kind of jumped off that bandwagon but he did something happened between cleveland and miami where he he hit second puberty i think <laughs> he gained some weight he, I mean, <laughs> i'm just saying some, some people gain weight and get fat some people gain weight and just get ginormously hulkish but whatever all right i'm Should just happens. saying all right and jj did um, you have one more sad sad baseball news i don't know yeah what... yeah i just wanted to give a shout out um a very sad shout out to the new york mets i've been a fan my whole life they had their best start to a baseball season ever this year they had a nine game win streak and now they're barely over 500 um i i don't know what's going on we have new management for the team and um old management for the player uh, acquisitions um i could probably have a whole podcast dedicated <laughs> to my thoughts on the mets but you know i, I think they had a great start but we'll see how it freaking goes they got a subpar pitching staff and subpar hitting so i really don't think that they i mean we'll see they 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 could make the playoffs but i would be really surprised they got a, a lot of old injured dudes on their team 
That one's for you, Mets. Way to go. All right, we can we can now transition away from baseball and sports in general, and I believe we were sliding over to the gaming topics that we have today. I know we, we, we haven't encapsulated all these topics in one show before, so this is this is the chunk. This is the quintessential chunk by lumping the sports, the gaming, and the entertainment all together, and you're getting it. What are we going to lead off with here? I think Nintendo tweeted out something. Yeah, so uh, Nintendo sent out some tweets that were pretty interesting and are causing a lot of speculation. Um, the first tweet happened on May 13th. They talked about Super Mario RPG. Are you Team Malo or Team Gino? Um, for those of you that don't know, Super Mario RPG was a game that came out on the Super Nintendo uh, partnership by Ben Square and Nintendo. Uh, made a really badass uh rpg video game that included uh mario bowser princess peach and some really unique characters mallow and gino um they've not been seen since the 90s 1996 when that game came out so for them to tweet about it 20 years later it seems kind of random and the speculation is rampant you think they're gonna dust that old thing off and re remaster it for maybe some switch action well, it, it was available via the uh, Super Nintendo Classic, um, which and it was p- part of their virtual console for the Wii. Um, but it is definitely a game where the Nintendo and Square have come together to put together some games uh, recently. I, I mean, who knows? Like, I would be very, I'd be very happy to see a remake, and I'd be very happy to see either or both of those characters appear in the new Super Brothers. Smash Brothers coming uh, this Ooh, fall. That'd be pretty sweet too. I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm waiting for anything about Super Smash for for the Switch and and this alleged Pokemon game that's going to blow my mind if they do it and how it's going to happen in my head. But we'll, that's a whole other podcast too. Once we start getting more details on that, what is going on, Nikki? Did you just level up in your in your Harry Potter of Mordor game? I have my own soundboard. Shut up. Oh, okay. so the other. The other big tweet that we saw from Nintendo uh, was announcing that they were going to have more NES Classic Editions brought to stores near you starting Ooh. June 29th. So if you miss the boat and uh, don't want to pay double the price yeah. for the NES Classic, Damn uh, you sounds scalpers. like they're going to be available this uh, end of the summer. Yeah, scalpers made some solid money back then. I remember people at my work coming up to me and being like, hey, do you know where you got any of these? I, w- I would love to get one of these. And people who I had no idea ever even played video games in their entire life. So the fact that this is coming back around, anybody who's scalping, I'm hoping you know that that doesn't happen again. But it makes it—they're making it sound like they're going to have enough to actually make it through the end of the year. They're not going to sell out on a limited run again, which is going to be good. Well, and Nintendo is notorious for under-supplying yeah. demand. So to to see them re-release the NES Classic, I think, um, kind of shows their commitment to kind of sharing their old collection with gamers and yeah. um, that along with the announcement that the virtual console isn't coming back um, in, in its old glory to the uh, Nintendo online network is it kind of makes sense. All right, switching topics and or consoles. Uh, Nikki uh, was playing, I remember he actually was streaming it on Twitch, the Detroit Become Human uh, demo. They actually had a de- It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Demo out on the on the PS network, um, PSN network, and he was gaming cool. a little bit. I watched him play for a little bit, and I unfortunately haven't downloaded it and played it, uh, so I am curious to hear his thoughts on this one. Do you think it's going to be worth it? I know it releases here like the next week or two. Uh, will it be worth it? Yes and no. Yes to people that enjoy that kind of game. No to the casual gamer. Like people that are like big old, I'm just going to play a game that's popular now. That's probably not going to reach that level of popularity. But it does have a fan base and they are going to love it. So what are, what are we talking about when you're playing the game? Like what kind of game is it? Yeah, tell us. Uh... It's made by the same people that made uh, Heavy Rain back on uh, PS3 as well as uh, Beyond Two Souls. They have a couple other games that are older, but they didn't get any recognition. But uh, it's basically one of those like kind of like a cinematic experience. There's not not much not much gameplay. It's mostly making choices and watching the cinematic unfold. But it's done beautifully with each each scene and scenario. Whatever has like probably close to like eight ways it can unfold, and it's every decision actually genuinely matters. And just in this demo alone, like I finally today just finished the eighth uh, ending, and if you if you just go through one playthrough from the beginning to the end, you'll have a completely different playthrough the second time. But you might not do the same decision, or you'll try to do the same way. Something else happens. Any so little thing can change everything. It's beautiful. It sounds like me. a choose your own adventure book. Uh, well, if you're familiar with the Heavy Rain series or anything like that, like then you'd know more of what it's like. I wish I could explain it verbally, but I can't. No, it's I was watching you play. Much... If you go back on your on the Twitch channels, which it's, I think I have it linked to on the chunkpod.com, you can check out his videos and you can see him playing it. He, you were playing it for quite a while. And uh, it, yeah. it almost looks like... I mean, Arkham, Arkham, Batman's type like detective stuff. It was basically just all there's detective that, walking there's around. There's that one feature in it, yeah. Like as far as like trying to analyze like a scene or whatever, you can pretty much use yeah. like a 3D space, and it makes more sense because you are an android and you're not Batman trying to figure the shit out. But uh, <laughs> as an android, you can, you, you can render everything in real time and pretty much play back and forth in in time as far as what the scene happened. And you can pick apart things like maybe at a certain point in that time, somebody was holding something important. You can analyze that and then play it forward, find out where it fell to in the, in the room and go pick it up and go get some more information. And like each thing raises or lowers your success rate as far as completing the mission. And then based on what you say and do, things will unfold that way as well. So it's a robot detective game. It, no, no, it's like... <laughs> I think that pretty much sums it up, right? Layman's it, terms... Like, you're you're an you're an android. I mean, in the full release game, they're going to be like I think three main characters, but they're all androids. But it's in a futuristic world, and I guess the game's going to have like a whole bunch of heavy like segregation issues and like issues of like like people accepting robots and all that other stuff, all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, pretty much in this one this one character scene, he's trying to 
save a little girl who's been abducted from a android who's gone haywire. He's lost his mind, and he's going to jump with her on the top of a building. You got to either talk him out of it or execute him or something. Find him one of eight ways to get rid of it. All right, that sounds pretty solid. No, it looks like a cool game, and it's. It, I remember it, they they released a lot of info for it like last year, and I was like, that sounds like a pretty sweet game, and they kept pushing it back. But they also bumped the release of it up, so I think it's coming out like next week. So I, I am curious to check that out. I think it'd be cool. Oh uh, wow, a June release, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, JJ, do you have anything else in the gaming category for us? Um, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was the recent release of the. Destiny 2 Warmind DLC. Um, well, they call it expansions, but yeah, they uh, the Destiny 2 launch was, I think, generally pretty disappointing to uh, players and fans of the Destiny franchise, and so they've been really working hard to kind of update the quality of life and uh, options for players. Uh, I played through the story mode, which. Well, short was pretty good lore-wise, and uh, they've added some end-game content that I think will make it worth it for players to return that uh, didn't necessarily like um, how the launch went. Um, the I have to say personally, I, I really, really like the raid content for this game. It's uh, some of the most challenging uh, collaborative um, play that you can do with your friends. Um, and I have to say, like, I would love to play with some of you chunkers to work through the different raid layers because um, it is really fun. It's really challenging. It tests the, the uh, way that you have teamwork. And um, the loot's pretty cool. Uh, and I have to say, like, seeing how Destiny 2 launched and seeing where we are at now, uh, six months later, um, I have a lot of hope for where Destiny 2 is going to be and... Um, hopefully it's a little bit more accessible to both old fans and uh, newcomers alike uh, when we get our true expansion in September. Yeah, no, I mean, Destiny 2, I remember when I got it, and we all, I think we all actually got it. We, were, we went pretty hard mm-hmm. into it, and then we did kind of drop off of it. There was a lot of other things that came out, and uh, obviously this Fortnite craze has been, been hitting us pretty <laughs> hard. But, yeah, we, we should get back on that. We probably will here coming up pretty soon, so... All right, we can move on to the our last segment, the entertainment section, which is pretty pretty much movies and television centric. We have this weekend, which is actually I think today it, it is coming out right now. It's Deadpool two coming out, and uh, I'm definitely excited to see this. I know Nikki is geeking out. This is like his boo. We're really gonna watch that. Yeah, so we yeah we got to get together and watch that. So what are you expecting to see this weekend in this movie? I mean, anything anything off the wall outside of what we've seen in the trailers, or, or I mean, are they hiding anything? You think? I actually think they are probably hide, holding some things back because they've shown a lot in the trailers, but I, I believe there's going to be some deeper stuff going on in the movie because as far as a comic book nerd, I, as my last podcast revealed, there's like a lot of little small tie-ins, and I feel like they can do something amazing with the story, and they're not going to try to spoil it because they did so well with the first one. They don't have to just try to pitch everything and try to sell you on it like they did the first time. The second time, I feel like they got something more for us. The, the, introdu- the introduction of Cable is really interesting as an X-Man um, who came from the future, obviously. And that'll be interesting to see how the X-Force kind of comes together with Domino and Deadpool and Cable. Um, For the Cyclops. Yeah, and, and it'll be... Uh, I'm really excited to see how it pans out. Um, 
once again, I'm, I might be a few weeks late uh, yeah. watching this movie as I uh, hold out to watch it with the fiance. But I think that Deadpool 2 is going to have a lot of really cool Easter eggs. Colossus is one of my favorite X-Men. He's yes, just Colossus and... is one of my favorite Marvel heroes in general, like like out, even outside of X-Men. <laughs> I freaking love me some Colossus. The dude's a freaking... And, and get, getting him back, which I know he, he went away in the uh, original X-Men tr- trilogy, and he hasn't been back since, until Deadpool came back around. I love that they got a hold of them and were able to actually use him. It's like the best thing to come out of Russia. <laughs> yeah well that's true <laughs> so no in cable uh, uh, speaking on cable uh I, I, as a kid i had action figures and the biggest one that i had i had a cable action figure and it was like the size of my forearm it was awesome i don't know why i had it i don't know where i even got it from but i remember watching the x-men cartoons as kids and i don't even know that he had a huge role in those but but i just i had a cable action figure and it was like my favorite action figure growing up. It was so cool. And it'll be interesting to see how Cable, or sorry, uh, Deadpool kind of fits into everything because he's had run-ins with Spider-Man. He's had run-ins with Shield. Yeah. Um, not to spoiler too much, but in the recent, you know, not so recent comics, he uh, actually kills Agent Coulson during the Secret Empire. Uh, uh, should I say crossover yeah. event? And. Um, he also has run-ins with Hell and marries uh, one one of the demon uh, demons from there, and so there's a lot of different ways they could go with Deadpool, and um, I, I'm really interested to kind of see how they go with it. It's it's super tough, I know, for them because I know Ryan Reynolds kills it and he's absolutely crushing it, but they're not yeah. they're not tied into into the uh, the real MCU, and I don't know I don't think that they ever will be, but no. Because honestly, how would you? How would you? How? Tell me how you would incorporate Deadpool into that Marvel universe. How would he just pop up out of nowhere? (laughs) I just and and how would he? I mean, that that could be done with just no. Deadpool can easily be inserted. I know, but but to me, that would take away from everything MC the MCU has already made. You know what I mean? No, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's not going anywhere near the MCU yeah. with Infinity War with where it is right now. No, no, no. Uh, moving forward, anything can happen. Yeah, I would love to see them like assimilate the X Men. I wish I wish they would. Well, Fox would let them go. But that would be too much. Let's talk about that for a second without spoiling Infinity War for me. Like, what do you guys think about what the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be? Like, that's the thing. What's the next big crossover that they might go after? I haven't seen them. I mean, at least, I mean, maybe we haven't seen it yet that knowingly, but I haven't seen any teases or anything towards what's coming in the next. I mean, after after Thanos, I don't know what's coming. So to me, I, I think attacking and maybe coming after Fox and trying to assimilate the X-Men somehow, I think that would be pretty awesome. Obviously not bringing over that universe. I'm talking about full-on scrap reboot like they w- did with Spider-Man. Oh, they're definitely going to reboot. Yeah, yes. And just, some of those yeah. actors are on their way out. They're, they're not going to do this forever. Like they've, they've had their like, what, yeah. decade worth of movies. Yeah, they're, they're sure. done as far as this story is going. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, but I love, brought, I love it. They brought the young X-Men in and... Um, the current comic book series X-Men Blue has the fish-out-of-water uh, original X-Men in the modern Marvel Universe, um, Jean Grey and uh, Iceman and Angel and Cyclops and the Beast. Angel, useless. Oh, come um, on, man. He's got he's wings. He's a badass in the Blue comics, but um, it, it could be that. I, I was actually thinking maybe Secret Invasion um, where the the superhero community is kind of infiltrated by the 
shape-shifting aliens. Mm. Um, that could be that. That could work. Could be that. Um, I know that. I, I don't know. I don't really know where the Inhumans are at in terms of production, but there's always the X Men versus Inhumans arc, and yeah. uh, the kind of the Terra Genesis cloud I, that kind of goes around the world, and that's really interesting. Yeah, I think the two movies that are coming up next are Ant Man and the Wasp and and Captain Marvel. I gotta think that the Captain Marvel movie is gonna bridge the gap between, like, obviously. Thanos, it's going to help Thanos, the situation there, but something in Captain Marvel might allude to what's going to happen next past Thanos. I don't know what, I don't know what it is, but I mean, the, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if anything will, cause that's going to be set in the nineties. I don't know, no, no, I know if it's going to reveal what's going to work, but it can show how powerful she is at best and, and, or what their plan could be moving forward. As far she as was kind of a, she was kind of a galactic hero. So it could be She's one of those overpowered ones, like it could, it's like it could, it's calling in Superman. Yeah, yeah, it could point to a galactic enemy, or it could be something as simple as That'd like, um, yeah, it could be that. I mean, there's that, but also um, there's a few other big crossovers that people speculate about. The original Sin, which talks about uh, them killing the Watcher, um, which is kind of the arbiter of the Marvel universe, and then. Um, also, the Secret Wars, which is actually how Spider-Man originally gets the symbiote. Symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> um, symbiote. Symbiote. <laughs> so we'll we'll see, I guess, uh, where it goes. But um, I, I mean, I'm really interested. I'm really excited to see finally Infinity War towards the end of May, and then. Uh, My God, so late. Yeah, yeah no, he'll get there. We'll see how it goes. He'll I get mean, there. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah, definitely good times for Marvel movies. Uh, speaking of movies that have nothing to do with Marvel, uh, over the weekend I saw I saw a trailer for a movie that was coming up. I didn't even know it was coming, but uh, it's called Hotel Artemis, and I and I forced you guys to watch the trailer, and I actually posted the trailer up on our, our website, thechunkpod.com, and you can get it on the Facebook page as well. I saw this trailer, and I was like, where the hell did this movie come from? And why have I not heard of it? it, it it's it's jam packed. We're talking. It's got Jodie Foster, Sterling Brown, who uh, I think he was in Get Out. Was he in Get Out? No, no, he's on the show. This is us. Uh, Dave Bautista, who plays Drax, uh, Jeff Goldblum, and Zach, Charlie Day. Yeah, Charlie Day, Zachary Quinto. There's so many people in this movie. And to me, when I watched the trailer, you guys watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I watched the trailer, and in my in the back of my head, I'm thinking. It's it's almost like a ripoff of Hotel Continental from John Wick, where they it's like this underground building that that's disguised as something else for for assassins. But th- in this movie, it is a it is a cri- a hospital for criminals disguised as a hotel, but it also has like a set of rules where you know you can't basically you can't commit crimes on their on their premises, and when they're when they do, there's like an uprising. It looks pretty pretty wild. I'm definitely down to see that, but I mean, I just had no idea from the trailer. It's hard to say. Like, it strikes me as I'm very skeptical of trailers nowadays. And I mean, you saw the trailer for The Expendables with all those stars. Yeah. So who knows if it'll be cheesy like that, where it's like campy cameos by former action heroes, or if it actually has a cohesive story that ends up being funny and doesn't take too doesn't take itself too seriously yeah no that and that's going to be the true test is because you can jam all the actors you want into it it's a matter of whether or not your story is compelling but to me 
John Wick didn't it, they didn't delve into that world deep enough. I loved it. the concept is fantastic and I think it's awesome. So I, I'm gonna go see it obviously, uh, but I have been burned by a really good trailer before. I mean, it's not the, it wouldn't be the first time. So uh, I will be curious to check this one out. And you can check out the trailer right now on our website, uh, thechunkpod.com. Check it out. See what we're talking about. Uh, and finally, to wrap up entertainment, I just saw this right before the podcast started, but. Uh, Daredevil fans on Netflix season three is going to be coming out. They haven't actually set a date for it yet, but I'm assuming by the end of this year, early next year, season three Daredevil. Uh, but I did find out that they cast they cast a guy ba- a couple months back, and they didn't say what he was for, like what what the role what, he, what role he was going to be playing. I did just find out that dude is going to be playing Bullseye alongside Kingpin. They're bringing Kingpin back as the primary villain for season three, so it'll be Kingpin. And Bullseye uh, taking on the Daredevil. I'm really excited to see that. I love Kingpin. Yeah, it's interesting what they've done with him recently in the comics where he becomes the mayor of New York City uh, after the events of Secret War, or sorry, Secret Empire. But um, Bullseye, it's kind of a bold choice, right? Because they had the kind of Daredevil flop movie with Ben Affleck uh, so many years ago with Bullseye and... Um, to bring him back for the TV show, they must have a great idea for him. Yeah, for sure. And there, and there is, it's easy to make Bullseye look stupid. You know what I mean? Like it could be, it, it could look awful. You know what I mean? And not you basically just don't dress him up in that cheesy costume. Then <laughs> I think we'll be fine. I think that's yeah. really all you all you have to do. Don't put a bullseye on his actual head. I think right. Yeah, well, it could work. It's interesting because, you know, what does Daredevil have to lose? Who does Bullseye really target that makes Daredevil feel threatened? Yeah. Um, And, you know, Daredevil has been such kind of like a beat-em-up type of hero. How does he face a villain that focuses on kind of espionage, striking people from afar with whatever object he feels will be useful to him yeah i'm thinking uh they battle back and forth for the entire season and then the punisher just comes out of nowhere and kills him (laughs) (laughs) you got a gun so do i (laughs) yeah he just lays him out uh the actor is wilson bethel by the way i don't know if that recognizes anybody recognizes him but wilson bethel uh signed on daredevil season three too and he will be playing bullseye according to a lot of these um these sources that i'm finding uh it looks like they leaked it in a podcast and there's a dude on reddit who has like the inside scoop I think he actually might even be on set for some of the filming, and he's coming back and like leaking some stuff. So, uh, a lot of stuff floating around the internet. So that's going to be interesting. I'm I'm definitely ready for some more Daredevil. I I love that. I have to say the the Marvel has found a lot of success with its TV shows, and you know where the Avengers are kind of fighting galactic enemies. The Defenders are kind of here on Earth fighting the day-to-day bad guys so yeah i can definitely see bullseye and the kingpin as worthy adversaries for daredevil and his colleagues and uh, i'll be interested to see how that kind of pans out on the tv for sure it's gonna be awesome and uh i think that should pretty much wrap it up that's what we came here prepared with and look at that we kept it right around 40 minutes not too shabby uh if you're still listening thank you you can check us out uh on the chunkpod.com follow us on facebook twitter instagram all that stuff you can get us anywhere just search for the chunk pod and uh you can get our personal accounts on our on the website if you want to do all that stuff as well uh thanks for stopping by guys i know lynch probably fell asleep halfway through this he's still <laughs> he's gone he, he, he gone 
Uh, but JJ, Nikki, Lynch, thanks for stopping by, and uh, and and thank, well, we'll get back together soon, I'm sure. Cheers. Always. Oh, there he is. My God. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.